Hey y'all, welcome to the second episode of And What? I have been in a weird place and I didn't realize from the last time I posted to today it's been a week. Like this week has felt like a month for me. And I think that has to do with the fact that I'm going back to work. Listen, I'm going to need all the saints, everybody, to say a word of prayer for your girl. Because your girl goes back to work on Monday, okay? And if you don't know, I teach high school. I teach sophomores. These 15, 16-year-olds, they are God's children. I believe that. We all belong God but I am also very much convinced that some of them are just <laughs> I'm gonna just say it okay they they the devil's fine or you know not even devil's fine let me put a positive twist to it because because I serve a God of intentionality I believe that some of these kids are in my life to teach me the fruits of the spirit and the main one is patience and long suffering now i didn't ask god for patience nor did i ask him for long suffering but you know where i messed up sis i asked him for the fruits of the spirit so here i am i digress but i have been in a weird place like almost spiritually up and down like the beginning of the week I was kind of like man I feel I feel like empty and a lot of that does pertain to me not feeding myself spiritually not being in the word yes I still haven't gotten in the word yes I know it's been a week you can judge me later okay on your own time anyway I just was in a really, really weird place. And I think also because I was wrestling with going back to work last Sunday. I'm not even going to lie. I legit, legitimately, legitimately, legitimately had a panic attack because I was like, I got to go back to work. I gotta go back to this stress. I gotta go back to this overwhelmingness. I gotta go back to these kids. But you know what? This is my assignment. And I really do believe that one of the things God is trying to shift in me is perspective and mindset. Like, my mindset isn't set to positive it automatically just defaults to negative like if you present me with something i will literally see the bad side of it before i see the good side and i i don't believe that that's good actually i'm pretty sure it's not like almost 100 percent sure that it's not there's a word for it i'm pretty sure it's pessimistic i don't want to be a pessimist pessimist but you know towards the middle of the week my spirit man got a jolt i don't know where the jolt came from i'm assuming it came from the lord but i just feel 
prepared. And I know, I know I can't always be like fully prepared. For me, I feel like teaching is kind of like parenting. Like, because you can read all the books, take all the classes, watch all the videos, but it's not really something that you actually learn from until you're in it. And my first year definitely taught me a lot. So going into this one, I do feel, I would say more equipped. Like now that I know what to expect, now that I know what's coming, I feel like I can, I can handle it because I'm, I'm one of those need to know Christians. Like, God, before I take the first step, I'm going to need you to let me know where we going, when we going to get there, how we going to get there, who I'm going to see when I'm there. But God doesn't work that way. If he did, it wouldn't be faith. So I need to also work on my, my faith. Because, yes, I believe in God. I do. I believe Jesus died on the cross and he resurrected on the third day. I believe he is the the way the truth and the 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 life or the light i am the way the truth go read it um i know that i believe all of that but sometimes it's having faith in what god wants to do through me because i have the faith in what he will do it's just when I add myself into the equation because he adds myself into the equation because when God wants to do something in the earth, he raises up, like my pastor always says, he raises up a man or a woman to accomplish it. I believe that. So I need to, I guess, is it me having more faith in myself or me having more faith in God? I think it may be a little bit of both because if I don't have faith in myself, I'm basically doubting God because I'm doubting his decision to choose me that's that was a word for me that was a word for me so pray for my strength pray for faith pray for the manifestation of the fruits of the spirit within the first 24 hours because i'm gonna need it okay i'm gonna need it but i feel like leaving i feel really good i'm i'm one of those weird people one of those 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 really weird christians who believes in like oil so, uh, what I did was I got some uh, olive oil from home, and I put it in a travel size bottle, and I brought it with me to work today. You know what your girl do? Your girl put oil on all of the desk. Your girl put oil on her desk. Your girl put oil on her chair. And your girl asked the Holy Spirit to just settle to just dwell in the classroom i had to say a prayer i said lord this was really my real prayer like for real i'm not making this up lord whatever spirits and demons these kids are walking around with i declare i decree that it has to submit to your spirit that resides in here because what i have found is if you're not careful, baby, you will put on the spirits of the people around you. That's why they say be careful of the company you keep. I don't know if that's in the Bible or not. That would be a really good Bible verse if it was, though. I don't know. I got to check check on that one. Anyway, you got to be careful of the spirits transfer. 
Okay. You ever just be around somebody and they in a bad mood and out of nowhere you're just in a bad mood? Or the opposite. You be around someone who's like so happy, like life is great for them. They're a big ball of sunshine. And that just kind of like lifts your spirits because their spirit is lifted. So I'm going to need whatever spirits that be going on, whether these kids know the Lord or not. Because spirits know the Lord, whether they know the Lord, their spirits know the Lord. So they don't need to... y'all just pray that's that's just what i'm gonna say but i just realized that a lot of my stress and a lot of my anxiety was was self-inflicted like i really put so much pressure on myself to be not even i don't think it's pressure in myself to be perfect but close to it because logically logically i know perfection isn't something that you can ever really achieve but i also believe that perfection should be something that you strive for so although you know you won't get it if you could just get a little bit close to it then you for me personally i would feel like i did something like good but with that I just realized how much pressure I put on myself. And and that's... For me, what I learned is the amount of pressure that I put on myself was because I was trying to function in God's position. And I I am one of those people who believe that God is in everything. And we should also acknowledge God in everything. And I just, I I was just asking him, God, be with me. God, strengthen me. God, give me, you know, endurance. And I was trying to sit in his seat. Like, so you know what? This time around, I'm just going to put oil on it. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put oil on it. That's all I'm going to do. If I have a student who's being annoyed, I'm just going to put oil on it. Not not literally put oil on the kid because I'm pretty sure that goes against everything that is ethical. I'm not trying to get, you know, fired or to jail. But anyway, spiritually speaking, I want to just put oil on it. Like, uh, I'm just going to put oil on this on this year and I'm 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 going to step out on faith on this one and I'm going to believe that this is going to just be one of the best years because this is what I found. This is what I found. I <laughs> Let me tread lightly here. I don't want to say that I don't want to do it, but if I had an option, I may choose differently. May not. But this is what I found. I'm starting to see that this isn't something that I always wanted for myself. And I think God has brought to my, my, I guess, understanding that this is something that he wanted for me. This is my assignment. And I went into this thinking that this is what I wanted to do with my life this is how I wanted to impact the world this is how I wanted to make a difference this is how I wanted God to use me 
and that left no room for him to use me because a lot of the times when we're asking God to do things through us certain ways we box him in because God you know the Bible says that we can't I'm gonna try I'm gonna try Holy Ghost I'm gonna try to say it right um it don't say this verb thank you holy ghost his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways so even if we step into something that god wants us to do or we step into what god wants us to be when we try to to do it in our own way it will always fall short because it wasn't the way that that god had planned to use us and i'm just i'm i'm surrendering i'm submitting course i'm gonna teach you these little standards so i don't get fired or whatever but you know what they can't fire me because they didn't come on somebody they can't fire me because they didn't put me there you see some of y'all need to walk in your workplace like you were planted but a lot of the times you don't like where god puts you you don't like where god puts you you don't like where God positioned you and you get frustrated in where you are and you miss the purpose behind the planting and you're not functioning come on Holy Ghost in your assignment and that is why you delay da, 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 your transitioning into the next level because if you don't accomplish what he had set out for for the place that he had positioned you you can't ever move on that was for me i know that was for me because i was so frustrated like legit begging god <laughs> can i leave and time and time and time again, our patient, loving, kind father told me no. He he literally told me no. So, in obedience, in obedience, I continued on. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure I done shocked the whole, my whole faculty and staff were coming back. Because <laughs> when I tell you I wasn't going to come I wasn't going to come back. But you know what? I don't like to operate in disobedience. I don't because then I feel guilty. And then it's just like, dang, like what what, what could have happened or what should have happened had I been positioned? Matter of fact, not even positioned because we are positioned. He always positions us. We just remove ourselves prematurely. And there are people that we're supposed to influence and affect in a way that he just wants. But we don't do that if we move. So I'm just being cognitive of, of, and not even just with work, even, uh, even at church, like, I'm going to be the first to say, even at church, like there be times I'm just like, God, I feel like you are calling me, uh, to move on to another church and not because of um um i don't um, it is what it is i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let that marinate right there i don't have any issues with my church members i'm just gonna just disclaimer i'm just saying like there are times when i'm just like god i don't want to be here anymore like sometimes i don't like the church people church people sometimes be 
can I say a Holy Ghost? Can I? Can I? Can I say it? Can I say it, God? Sometimes church folk be the most hypocritical, and that's why people in the world really don't want to come to the church because they just feel our judgment, and they be having broken areas that the church needs to fix, but the church is so focused on the broken areas and not the fact that the church is assigned to fix them, and then it just messes up the whole process of it. So now they're going back to the world to try to fix what only God can fix. I need to... I'm just going to let that that one marinate as well okay but anyway just put some oil on it okay just put some oil on it put some oil on the place you don't want to be and see how God changes you not changes where you are changes you because a lot of the times where we are we're just we just that's where he just want us to be and you gotta learn to be okay with that you know this is the thing the Israelites it was the Israelites God delivered them out of um, Egypt. No, yes. Wherever Pharaoh was, that's where God delivered them from. Moving on. And he placed them in the wilderness. Now, the wilderness was only supposed to happen for 40 days. But you know what happened? They were not content in where they were planted because i told y'all there is i told y'all last time there are things that the process has to take out of you and there are things in the process that will give you the nutrients that you need to move on into the next the next season the next level the next dimension of your life and god is not a god to promote you prematurely okay because if he does, you end up wrecking yourself and wrecking wrecking the people wherever that next area is. And then who gets the glory? Not him. And our life is simply about just giving God glory. That's what it is. So if you had a job you don't like, it's not about you, baby boo. Can you give God? What can you do? Matter of fact. What is God asking you to do to bring him glory? Maybe there's a coworker whose life you need to, to speak life into. Maybe there's a supervisor who whose perspective you need to change. Maybe there's a customer or a patient or a colleague, whatever, whoever they may be. Like, I really, I'm really seeing. I'm really seeing how God is purposeful in everything that he does. Purposeful. Even in the toughest times. Even in the storm. Y'all know. Okay. So y'all remember when. This is a Bible story. Uh, it's real life because it really happened. Not in our time, but it did happen. But anyway, it's in the Bible. Uh, y'all remember when the disciples were... I don't really know the context. You can read it. I think it's in the New Testament because Jesus is in the New Testament. It's a story about Jesus. So it's either in Matthew through Revelation, one of them. Um, anyway, Jesus is in the boat and there's a storm going on. And the disciples are going crazy and they're scared and they're crying. And Jesus is asleep. And honestly, that's my life. That is literally my life. And 
I'm just thinking like if if Jesus is asleep and he created the ocean then why am I not asleep like I'm worried you know we worry about the storms that God bring us even if God didn't bring it even if it's something that you did like you literally messed up and you got yourself in in some shenanigans and 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 you really like created I guess some trouble for yourself I don't know but even in that it's still it's still God like okay so when Job was being attacked the devil had to go to God and ask God for permission and then even in that there are stipulations there are things that the devil could not do to Job so yes you're going through some storms yes you're going through some difficult times yes it's hard yes you don't see a way out yes you're frustrated yes you're you're trying to understand but you're confused yes you want to believe but you're filled with so much doubt and so much fear yes all of that because of your storm but also understand that God reigns over your storm he's greater than your storm and what we tend to do when we're going I know I I do this all the time I focus on what the problem is and I don't focus on God and then I lose, I, I literally lose spiritual vision because I'm blinded by what my flesh sees, what my flesh sees. And you really got to be careful with, with how, with how you allow your flesh to lead you because our spirit's supposed to be leading us not our flesh so when you're operating in fear and you're operating in stress and you're operating in doubt that is you letting your flesh lead you but the spirit of god is supposed to lead us and the spirit of god says i know the plans i have for you plans to prosper you not to harm you to give you hope in the future the spirit of god says the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof the spirit of god says I will never leave you or forsake you. The spirit of God says you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Like the spirit of God literally says the opposite of what our flesh says. So anything that is opposite of that is a lie. And when you believe that, you believe your flesh over God. So then it becomes, you know, the question of, what are you putting your faith in? Are you putting your faith in yourself? Or are you putting your faith in God? And I know for me, there has been a plethora of times where I put my, you know, faith in myself to get myself out of the storms only to end up just still in the storm, <laughs> like placing my, placing my faith in myself to get myself out of a storm that I did not create as opposed to placing my faith in the creator of the heavens and the earth placing my faith in the author and finisher of my faith placing my faith in the person who literally mapped out planned out drew out all of our steps the bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by god 
So if you're a righteous man, your steps have already been ordered by God, regardless of what the step is. It doesn't say that all your good steps. And I know for me, like even in, in, in saying that verse back, I'm thinking, oh, they're all good steps. But no, they're not all good steps. Like, and I think that's really one of the biggest misconceptions in this, for me, Christian life, is that I really sometimes expect for things to go better because I'm a Christian. Like, there are certain things where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have to deal with that because God is on my side. And there's, you know, something I have been struggling with. And it's it's interesting, like, when I talk to other people, people and they're like oh god got you god got you and it's like yes yes he does and it's just I don't know where I was going with that if I'm being honest I kind of forgot what I was saying anyway you just got to put your faith in God not in yourself in everything like in all your ways acknowledge him and I think even in the most minute things we tend to leave I tend to leave God out of that and If we make it a practice to include him in the little things, when the big things come, it won't be such of a big adjustment. Like, God, where where should I go eat? Where should I go shopping today? Where should I go go get gas? Like that may seem like comical or 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 dumb. But if we just make a practice of it, then it becomes easier. And I know for me, like, there have been times when it's like I go into something and then I ask God, what what should I should I do after um, I've already done it? Or I go into something and then I invite God into it later. And it's just like acknowledging we're supposed to acknowledge him first. So before you make that step, before you make that decision, um, before you go that way, ask God like okay well where do you want me to go and I'm I'm one of those people who believe that God will will honor whatever step you take as long as it's a step on on faith um but just I think in acknowledging him first we're recognizing one his sovereignty and we're also recognizing him Like, how can you say that you're a follower of Christ when you don't follow Christ? Like, that that really, really doesn't, like, one plus one doesn't equal two there. You can't say that I'm a follower of Christ, but you're walking your own path. I don't know. This, I just believe that when... When we are in a place that is difficult, we have to take a step back and ask God, why is this difficult? And asking God questions isn't an admission of lack of faith. Because it's okay to ask questions. Like, as an educator, I love when my students ask questions I need them to ask questions because in their in their in their questions I can see what they understand I can see 
where they are so when we ask god questions you know he can get an under well i mean he he knows all things so i guess that really doesn't but anyway regardless asking him why is it difficult and then asking what is it that he wants you to learn because there's a lesson in everything like when i look back over my life i realized that there was something that god wanted me to get in everything and that's important to to recognize i think a lot of the times we get so busy with our busyness and we lose sight of the little things we we get so overwhelmed and so consumed in in the works of god that we're not actually working for god and ultimately what he wants is our heart so when it gets to a place where we're putting when we're putting our assignment above him it it doesn't even it doesn't even matter at that point because i know for me when i was putting my assignment above god yes he had positioned me there and he had ordained me there but it became more so of a distraction and it became a deterrent and it actually drew me further away from him. And that's not what he wanted it to be, but that's what happens. That's what happens when we get into something that God assigned us to. And then we're like, okay, God, I want to, I want to drive it now. I want to, I want to sit in the driver's seat. I want to do it this way. And it's, it's function is ineffective because, because we're not positioned correctly. So reposition yourself and just do what God wants to do wants you to do how he wants you to do it and that is something that I have to remind myself of as I embark on this here second year journey and just remembering that I'm not there for me I'm on assignment and every single person that I come in contact with, every single person that I encounter was on purpose. So it becomes, you know, when you encounter someone, did you did you do what God had had planned for you to do? One of the things that I also learned last week was to ask God when he created me what were his thoughts when he decided to create me and I've been really asking God and even pondering on that myself so maybe if you don't know what you're supposed to do like you don't know what your purpose is Um, You believe in God, but you just don't know what he wants you to do and you don't know what you're supposed to do. You may feel like you you don't have a purpose. Um, Everyone has a purpose. Ultimately, our our purpose is to bring people into the kingdom. So if you don't know your purpose, just start there. You know, how can I bring people into the kingdom of God what skills what talents has God given me and how can I use that to bring people to God I think that's that's a good start 
of understanding why I am where I am. And I ask that this same revelation you give to your people, I ask that you give them peace in the decisions that you have called them to. I ask that you give them joy in the places you have planted them. I ask right now, Lord God, that there be a shift in perspective that they see their situation, that they see where they are through your eyes, not their own. And I ask God that you are equipping them and that you are strengthening them to do what you have assigned them to do. And I ask also that you provide, Lord God, people on their path to encourage them as they walk the plan, the destiny that you have for their life. And I also pray, Lord God, that everything that you placed in them, everything that you ordained for them to do, that you give them a spirit of confidence in who you are, a spirit of faith in who you are, that you give them a boldness in what you have called them to do and who you've called them to be, that they walk flat-footed in their assignment. And I ask, Lord God, that everything that you wanted for them to do, that it manifest in the earth. In Jesus' name, amen.